Good evening. Good evening. Good evening, world. Cyber world, podcast world, hip hop world. What it is. And give me a second. Yeah, I gotta take a little. <clears throat> Forgive me. I normally would never do that. But this is a late night man. And now I won't say unfortunate. This was something that was bound to come out eventually or bound to be spoken about by me eventually. Just it's out now a little faster and a little more heated than I wanted it to come out. I wanted this to come out as a conversation that would be something that uh, would be something that we could talk about, not debate about, talk about, not argue about. But the topic is fire and it's going to cause arguments. It's going to cause debate. It's going to cause disagreement. But it is a necessity to speak about it. So uh, I I got a few people that actually believe this moniker and bulk of my people know that. Right now in society, millennials uh generation y cats you know Pepsi generation cats after gen x's after my generation the people after my generation so you uh late 80s babies 90s babies 2000 babies uh under 30 if you're under 38 let's do it like that if you're under 38 if you like no let me stop because Emotional intelligence begins at the age of 35 per a PhD author that I know, double PhD. Um, so if you're under the age of 35, I'm talking about your generation. So here we go. Um, a lot of y'all are screwed up. The majority, the bulk of y'all are screwed up. And I don't mean that you're a bad person. <clears throat> I don't mean that you're whack i don't mean that you're not somebody that could be a friend i don't mean that you're not somebody that could be uh a brother in arms what have you what i mean by screwed up and you guys have to forgive me this is actually going to be a lengthy post uh man people know me i'm a wordy dude when i get on my soapbox i'm gonna talk and i'm gonna talk in length and talk at extent and elaborate very heavily upon my subject or topic of discussion. So today is to talk about people age uh, 35 and below, uh, mostly millennials, some Gen Wire, Um, the generation is at a disadvantage and that's one of the reasons why it's screwed up. And I'll tell you what I mean. I had a friend that I talked to today that said everything about a child or a child that grows into an adult, teenager, tween, uh, toddler, kid, 8 to 10, 8 to 12, everything about them and what they do in school and in society is the product of their parents. 
sex, the product of their parents. Strictly, nothing else. No other contributing factor to the reasons a person acts the way they act and does the things they do, which I call BS. <clears throat> Good friend of mine told me that his father told him, and I'm pretty sure this had to be in the 60s or the 70s. My man's a little bit older than me. So his father told him that what he sees is that the powers that be are on a path to create a nation of functional illiterates, beginning with TV programming. It moved from TV programming to video games, computers, Everything now about society is based on the ease of doing it. <clears throat> Everything is based on ease. And if you look at the commercials back in the day, Target came out with the easy button. Uh, about 10 years ago, I was in a relationship with a young lady and her children, who I was helping to raise, her children told me that they do not teach cursive in school anymore. Which I was flabbergasted. Today I talked to someone. Uh, I talked to an actual teacher today who said that isn't that big of a deal. And I kind of blew my stack a little bit. Uh, I couldn't get the full description of why I blew my stack conveyed to this person. So I'm going to convey it to the masses so that you guys may see or may open your third eye and think for yourself and see for yourself what has been going on, what has been perpetuated. And I need a little bit more research to come with all of this, all of the stuff that I like to come with, but <clears throat> the research that I've done over the years has been pretty significant. So, in current today society, every one minute, so every 60 seconds, you have two point three children to drop out of school. So a kid drops out of school every 26 seconds. So that's almost three in a minute. And that's in the US. We have uh, dropout rates of higher than 50% in our nation's capital. In Washington, D.C. in 2012, and I think it's still uh, over that now, the dropout rate was over 50%. And that's not just children of color. That's black, that's white, that's Latino, that's Asian, and that's Native American. Everybody contributed to those numbers. So... What that tells me, 
And what I've seen over my small time of being alive on this earth in the 70s, baby, uh, what I've seen is that society has helped to perpetuate the dumb it down mentality from a long time ago. It didn't really start, it was going in the 90s and late 80s, but it didn't really get heavy till like maybe the late, mid to late 90s. But it started in the 80s with the infusion of crack into the urban areas, with the infusion of the extreme violence that followed the crack epidemic, with the infusion of the removal of certain things, certain things that uh, that were standards. The fact that it truly takes a village to raise a child. It truly takes Mrs. Jones down the street being able to tell your kid if they don't get their butt out of that street when the cars come by, she gonna come out and tan they behind. And that kid saying, whoa, all right, that's Miss Jones. Get my tail out the street. Cause if she come out here and get on me, I know the next call is going to my mama or my mama and my daddy. And there's some more tail whoopings to come after that. There's some more punishment to come after that. They took corporal punishment out of the school which may have been a good thing. I don't think it may is the perfect thing. And they took a parent's ability to discipline their child out of the parent's hand. So when people come to me and tell me that the only factor for a child to live and grow up in this society is a parent, or parents. What I think is that they haven't been around in society long enough to see what it used to be. If you don't have a, a comparison from before as to what it is now, you can't really make the statement. What I've noticed over the years is that it's continually gotten worse the respect for elders, the respect for one another, the respect for people that are different than you, the respect for yourself has all pretty much gone out of the window. Now, I'm not saying everybody because I couldn't say everybody. I wouldn't blanket a statement and say, oh, all children that were like that, but a bulk of them are. It's more than 50%, which makes it more than the, the, it's the majority. The children that actually get the nurturing and their parents are able to help rear them, they get uh, 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 positive influences in society, as well as their schooling, as well as where they may go to church or worship where they may uh, play sports at, the basketball court, you know, got crackheads, broken bottles and fights and shooting and knives on the basketball court. You actually got 
people out there shooting basketball and they're really trying to, you know, organize, you know, play sports. They're playing basketball for real. It's not uh, a group of cats on the park bench sitting up there in the site for smoking weed and, and, and freestyling. You know, the kids that get that type of life are an anomaly. They are not the norm. They're abnormal. They're the minority. The majority, which is what will be 50% or 51% or more, are going outside to the BS, to the hookers in the corner, to the crackheads walking up and down the street asking for money, to the shootout that they saw the other day because they live in a gang-infested neighborhood. That's what they're going out to see. And if you think for two seconds, that that quote unquote doing my air quotes while I'm doing my air quotes that God fearing parent that's in the home, uh, especially God forbid it be a single parent that God fearing single parent that's in the home that works in eleven to seven night shift and they you know or or, or seven to eleven. And they can't be there when the kid's at home by themselves and that kid's sneaking out going to see an elements, being a part of the elements. You can't say that that parent would have the ability to get that child in a position to where they're able to be productive, functional, and upstanding citizens in society. Because that parent's not only fighting against the fact that they have to be at that job from seven to 11 for their child to make sure that they can feed and clothe them. They're fighting against the environment that that child is living in. I'm just taking aback that people nowadays don't see that. And I understand why it may be difficult to see if you didn't come from an era of the 70s or 80s when it really was a village's responsibility to help raise the children, where it really was a lot of the times two-parent homes, or at least the father was around, right around the block, couple of blocks away, next town over, he could come and visit anytime he wanted to. He could come and get his kids all the time on the weekend. If he didn't get them on the weekend, he saw his kids sometime in the streets. That school has the number of both parents, the mother and the father, sometimes the grandmother and the aunts, and they have people that they could call if that child is out of line. It, it, it only take the word, I'ma call your mama back in the day to see a child, pow, transform from idiot to straight up and down uh, angel. I'ma call your mama, I'ma tell your daddy. You see a child change instantly. In the late 80s, early 90s, it became, you better not put your hands on, touch my child, say nothing to my child. And what happens is, ain't nobody gonna call your mama. Cause when they say to you, hey, I'ma call your mama, you like, call her, my mama gonna cuss your way out. That became the norm. Not what the norm used to be when I was a kid. So when people tell me that it's all the parents fault, 
I say that's a crock, yo. A lot more people have a stake in this. There are a lot more people that have a stake in it. A lot more factors than before. A lot more factors than before. So think about that, man. We're going to talk and elaborate on this a little bit more. They are what my homie said to me. They're the unintended consequences of being a now. I want it now. I got to have it today. I need it right now, society. With everything that we get at the push of a button, the children that have been produced from when technology, when the techno technological explosion in the world took place around the late 80s and 90s when cell phones came out, computers were big, the internet came out. It did a great service, but it also did a great disservice to the family structure, to the societal structure, to the community structure, to, to a lot of stuff. And I've been talking for a good little while. I've never done a podcast this long and I probably won't do another one. I just had to do this late night rant because of the fact that I heard something today that just threw me all the way off. You can't only just hold these parents accountable. You can, but you be doing them a disservice by saying it's only their fault, especially the ones that are doing the right thing and they still come out with children that want to do the wrong thing because of what they see in society. You can't, you can't spank the kids like you used to. Punishments don't work like they used to. What happens is, and this is my final statement. I apologize, guys. Y'all, please listen to this. Please ride with this. Please listen to it all the way to the end because it's so, my God, it's so important. This is my final thought. I'm in my 18th minute. That's six times what I normally do. So you know this is important to me. So what happens is this. We no longer have a neighborhood. What we have is society, the government, people have taken the neighbor out of hood. There's subdivisions now. And just break it down. A neighborhood was uh, a, a place in a certain encumbrance of area where you had people that were neighborly. Now you got subdivisions. And that's exactly what they did. They subjugated and divided the people. And that's how we live now. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> they have taken the neighbor out of hood and turned them into subdivisions a neighborhood is an encompass of land where you have a group of neighbors and neighborly people living a subdivision is exactly what it says. You are subjugated and divided. 
from the rest of the people. Thank you for your time, man. WBOU 77.7 FM on your online dial. The Cypher with some real night talk. Excuse me. With some real talk on a late night rant. DJ OG Bobby Johnson. One love.